Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. This is Safari Mike, your host, and I'm back again with my much, much better half, uh, Christina from At Raising Las Vegas. I'm pretty sure all of Twitter would uh, completely agree with that. Good afternoon, Christina. Hi. <laughs> we are here to talk about um, Halloween. Halloween just happened a day or two ago. And we've kind of come up with some ideas where in the future how Disney can, uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, I should say, can celebrate uh, one of my favorite holidays and I know one of Christina's favorite holidays yes. as well. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second. But before we do, I want to remind everybody to go to our Tee Public store. We have a bunch of awesome T-shirts or hoodies or mouse pads or whatever you want to put our designs on. Uh, on Public, the Radio Harambe store, you can catch it on, um, you can find the link to it, I should say, on um, my Instagram page, Safari underscore Mike, or my Twitter, at John Everyone, or uh, my brother's Twitter, at Radio Harambe, or his Instagram, Disney's Animal Kingdom. If you could believe it, we do have the Disney's Animal Kingdom tag for uh, for Instagram. But you can go on there, click on it, and you'll get all sorts of cool designs, all design- designed by the beautiful woman sitting right next to me. Not all. Not, well, there's a couple of real old ones that we, you know are still on the site. That's true. But any that we have you know put what over, you can get is you can get pillows. Yes, you house could do- pillows. And we're moving into a new house. What would you do if you walked into our new house and it was filled with Ravio Harambe pillows? Uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I would take a lot of pictures of it and put it all over <laughs> social media. Um, you know, we could have a Sanaa pillow and a. Uh, Hotel Burdika pillow and all these kinds of awesome things. That's actually a fabulous idea, babe. We should definitely do that. Understated Disney people won't realize. <laughs> like, where's where's Hotel Burdika? Oh, just this place we like to visit. <laughs> <laughs> so go check out the uh, Tea Public store because all of the proceeds go to charity. Mm-hmm. And we recently did a uh, Twitter poll trying to find who our next charity would be. Do we have the results? The, I'm, it, there's actually still technically one more day to vote, but the Okapi Conservation is in a steady oh, lead okay. with the Painted Dogs being second. So it looks like it's probably going to be Okapi. And by the time this comes out, the poll will probably be over. So I'm not even going to tell you to go on and, and vote. But, but there you have it. go on and see who won. There you go. And also check out their Twitter handles. And, well, of course, all four of the nominees, which are Okapi Conservation, Painted Dog Conservation, the Rainforest Alliance, and what was the other one? Center for Biodiversity. Yep. So check those uh, four out, uh, e- you know, even if the voting is all done. You can go check out their Twitter. And, of course, I suggest you all donate to those uh, terrific charities. But anyway, any pro- all proceeds will go to that. So let's talk about Halloween. Christina, this is one of your favorite holidays, I think. I do like Halloween. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Valentine's Day and a big fan of Halloween. I mean, everybody loves Christmas. But Valentine's Day and Halloween are your favorites, right? Valentine's Day is my favorite 
um, every neighbor we've talked to has told us that we are moving on to the Halloween street. That's like the mm. first thing everyone tells us. Mm -hmm. By the way, this street is really in Halloween. So I'm starting to doubt my uh, Halloween skills. <laughs> I'm not as into it as they are. Well, these people, <laughs> what I've seen, these people are going all out. So, I mean, <laughs> one house had Harry Potter last year with a giant snake and and they didn't, you, you would think once you built all that, you would bring it out every year. But nope, this year they're Beetlejuice and they repainted everything and redid everything there. They I used go to all think out. I was into Halloween. I've been corrected. <laughs> I just like it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about Halloween. And mm -hmm. so, uh, what we were coming up with is some of the ideas we had to kind of make Halloween more pronounced at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And um, we're, I was actually thinking about doing uh, like all three of the big holidays coming up here, or maybe even four if you want to count New Year's Eve, but how to celebrate Halloween Christmas, we could talk about. That's easy. But Thanksgiving, I mean, do we want to do a Thanksgiving? I mean, Thanksgiving for everybody is football and eating turkey. That's not really animal king to me. No, it's not. But And this kind of preludes my idea for Halloween is I'm sure every culture has some sort of a holiday or tradition or something mm. that's about family and community, which is what Thanksgiving supposed to be about. It's not supposed to be about turkey not, and football? No. Okay. No, but, I, but I'm sure there's, um, you know, every single, every out there, it's a harvest season. Sure. I'm sure they celebrate the harvest. That's I know actually, in China they do the uh, moon harvest. Oh, see, now, now you're, yeah, we're definitely doing and, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, harvest is perfect for Animal Kingdom. Yes, which is what the root of Thanksgiving is. It's sure. It's thankful and community and harvest. And celebrating All right. that part of it. All right, life. so we're going to do Thanksgiving. We're going <laughs> to do Christmas. Maybe New Year's. I'll think about that one. But, well, you know, the next couple of shows will be what we could do to improve on the holidays. And I know Halloween just passed, but we're going to talk about Halloween now. And my first one, talking about um, other uh, cultures, is, of course, in Mexico, they celebrate Day of the Dead. Now, Day of the Dead doesn't really involve, and Christine is going to have to help me on how to pronounce this. Uh, abarijas. Abarijas, which are spirit animals that guide uh, guide you to the to the afterlife. Anybody who's seen Coco will remember that giant cat-like, colorful creature with wings. That was a what do they call them again? Abarita. Abaritas. Abaritas. <laughs> Jason H. <laughs> so I think uh, Disney could really latch onto that. And have all of these colorful paper mache type uh, fantastical creatures, and sort of a day kind of combine it with the Day of the Dead because Coco combines it with the Day in that of Day of the Dead kind of thing. Would you the the puppeteers that come out at Christmas? Excellent idea. Would you have them to extend their season? Mm -hmm. Come out with the colorful. Perfect. Perfect. It's perfect for Discover Island. It fits the color template of Discovery Discovery Island with all the colorful even buildings. Put it in with the kites. Well, that was another thing, and, and that's <laughs> and spoiler alert. I would say this at Christmas and probably for all of the holidays. Kite tails is a perfect thing to switch out and put. I mean, Tree of Life Awakenings is too. You could put a different kind of show on the mm -hmm. thing, but kite tails is perfect for uh, changing it up for the season. So they could do a Halloween one. They could do. 
you know, these uh, abaritas, right? They do it, right? Abarijas. Abarijas for, <laughs> for uh, kite tails. And they could, we'll talk about other holidays later on. But that is a perfect, and I like the idea, I didn't even think of it, but I like the idea of the puppets. Yeah. Another thing you could do is a Disney, when Disney first opened, they have March of the Art Amals, oh. which is kind of a fantastical parade. They could kind of, conv- of those floats, I'm sure, are long gone. They would have to build new ones. But a sort of a Day of the Dead, Abaritas, Abarijas, uh parade <laughs> would be fantastic. It's like caballeros all over it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to say caballeros. <laughs> um, did I do my next one or you want to do one? I can. I, I don't have a ton. Go ahead. I didn't know we were doing lists, but I should have expected it with yes. you. <laughs> um, my, my idea, and I, and I kind of um, mentioned this earlier, is, you know, all cultures seem to have a monster story. Mm. I mean, we were just talking about Mexico. Chupacabra. They have a chupacabra there. Um, you know, vampires come from serpent. What are the scary stories? Mm-hmm. That's a good of one. Of all the different cultures. So you go into Harambe and they tell their scary stories and what their monsters are. And you could, I, I like the idea of storytellers mm-hmm. all over the place. So you're learning about the different cultures and what their scary stories are, or if it happens to tie into any of the animals mm-hmm. in the animal kingdom, they could have a storyteller out there telling the stories that came from That's that fantastic. Animal. That's a great idea. That kind of kind of uh, could work with one of my ideas, so I'll bring that up now, is that many zoos, uh, people who are big fans of zoos like I am, will know that a lot of zoos do what they call boo at the zoo. And what they'll do is they'll have lights of different animals, uh, almost like a Christmas display, really. But it's all animals, and you walk around the zoo at night, and you have lights of wolves and tigers and birds flying, all that kind of stuff. Disney could do that, and I thought, but but maybe using monsters. So you could kind of incorporate that and kind of have like a light show as you're walking around the park, have various things that you could, um, you know, various lit up yetis and chupacabras and wherever that story is being told, like you put it. You can have some kind of fun things for for smaller kids, too. So that was another idea I have. And if to expand on that, too, Mm -hmm. I think it would be fantastic. And not just for Halloween, but maybe all the different holidays, if they had special badges for those wilderness explorer fans. That's a good idea. My son is obsessed with the badges, and I think he's got them all. And if he could go to a ticketed event or something like that to get special Halloween ones, he would be begging me for it. Yes, and <laughs> have different books for the for the holidays, yes. so they would have different. Yeah, that would yes. be that would be an excellent way to. And it's, you know, I know in the day of evil Bob's, that would be a cheap way to celebrate oh, the holidays, absolutely. not but just it Halloween. So much joy to kids, and they yes. learn so much, which yes. as a mother makes me happy. Yes. I think we'll probably be bringing similar things up at Thanksgiving and, and Christmas as well. Another idea I had is um, there is a great big space of land behind the Maharaja Jungle Trek. So people who are familiar with the layout of the park, the Maharaja Jungle Trek was originally going to be a huge Kilimanjaro-type ride called Tiger River Run, which, by the way, Christina made a shirt about. And... Um, <laughs> And it was going to be a basically a water safari. So the whole that whole side of the park had a huge layout. What they were originally going to do, of course, 
they didn't decided not to spend all that money and had a much smaller Kali River wrap. It's just a small thrill ride plus the Maharaja Jungle Trek. So there's a big wad of land back there that is basically not being used that goes all the way back to Rafiki's Planet Watch. I'm thinking you'd have to build a path somewhere along the way to get there. But building a haunted forest. Now, I have actually even said this in the past that it would actually be maybe a permanent thing. Because one of the things that Disney's Animal Kingdom does is it's not just about conservation. It's about man's relationship with nature and the natural world. And one of those things is fear. Especially early in times, man was scared to death of things such as wolves and bats and snakes. And to have a haunted forest where you would like a path that goes through and Maybe not even have live animals, but if this was just a temporary, you know, space for temporary things. And again, I might bring this up in future holiday things. You could change it out. But you would have like wolves howling in the background. You would have will-o'-wisps, which people who don't know are these dancing light, ghostly lights in forests. Um, you know, ghostly animals. You could do all sorts of things with special Guardians. effects. Yeah, and you can use you could easily have you can easily have certainly uh, cast members out there with spiders, scorpions, snakes. And they keep them in those little terrariums, and they show you and to sort of say, I know we're having fun here with the with all the scariness, but really spiders are great because they do this, that, the other thing. And scorpions are great. Yeah. Snakes eat mice. Blah blah blah. They could do all that kind of stuff. And um, but I think that would be a fantastic place. A haunted forest would be huge. And if they did make it permanent, then you could have. Like a bat cave where, you know, you actually walk through a bat cave, wolves, bears, you know, snakes of some types. You know, you could do things that people have historically been petrified of and hunted them to near extinction um, in some cases. But I think that would be another great idea. How about you? Any others? Um, so if they did some sort of ticketed event mm -hmm. or like some sort of, a, you know, in Magic Kingdom, you can actually go trick-or-treating. And um, think of like when we go to DW, a Jamaican restaurant here in town, they have those little tiny Jamaican candies for us. Mm -hmm. Like, wouldn't it be wonderful if it was a culture experience? You go into Harambe and you get whatever their treat is there at their station. And it wouldn't be too expensive. It would just be the import fee, which Disney could easily do. Yeah. Yeah. You could act. That wouldn't be bad. I remember Disney for a little, I think it was two different years. They had a sundowner event at Animal Kingdom before it was open at night. Yep. And there would be a nighttime thing where they would have food. It was almost like a food and wine festival, but much more reduced and, you know, much more limited, but, and at Animal Kingdom. And it's kind of I mean, got that sense to it. Think about like what a thrill people get from going to, oh, what's it called? The, the igloo in Epcot. Oh, uh, Club Cool. And all the friends try Beverly. Yes. And people get a kick out of trying these that's things a, that are great in other cultures. That's a, that's a fantastic one. That's a fantastic <laughs> one. I have a couple of more. Do you have any more or... or? mirror might come to me but go ahead all right i'm gonna shoot off the last three that i have and okay. then see if there's any more for christina then we have some uh from online i asked uh out there on twitterverse whether uh, anybody had any ideas but here's a couple one is anybody who's been a longtime listener of this show knows me and knows uh, i always preach this bring the damn dragon back to disney's animal kingdom the one that um, flew over one night only at the Magic Kingdom when they opened up the new Fantasyland. Oh, well, it's got to be 10 years ago now, right? When they opened mm -hmm. up. 
And that dragon was so cool. I have always said that it would be a great nightcapping event. Uh, but even if you just did it for the spooky Halloween kind of thing, to have that dragon fly over the uh, the Discovery Lake there, over by Mount uh, by Expedition Everest, that would be a lot of fun. Another thing, this is kind of self evident, is. Villains bring out some of the kind of villains, meet and greet kind of things. There are plenty of animal-esque villains. Three immediately came to mind were Scar, Ursula, and Shere Khan. They would have to be a little different than the than the ones you get now because they're not really walk-around characters. I mean, obviously Scar and Shere Khan are four-legged, and Ursula <laughs> is ten-legged or whatever. I mean, eight-legged, I guess would. Uh, so there would have to be some sort of special design and, like, didn't they wouldn't they, be able to move. Don't they do the parade on the boat right now? They do. They do They do a boat thing. Yeah, couldn't they just do it on that? That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> have a boat, villains, boat ride kind of thing yeah. and Scar and Ursula waving to you. And there are other villains that they could do. But, I mean, obviously meet and greets and the chance to meet Scar, I think, would be really cool mm-hmm. and people would love that. So that was another one I had. And last but not least... Uh, What's more uh, Halloween than Bones? And what better place to have Bones than in Dino Land? We already have the Boneyard, but we can have all sorts of like real um, fossils and stuff up and all these skeletons of various types of creatures could be out and about and you could check out like a T-Rex, but even maybe even like a Mastodon or a Sabertooth Tiger or anything like that. Light them up somehow. I mean, even maybe in a creepy kind of just like a kind of floodlight kind of thing. For at nighttime, I think that would be a lot of fun. It wouldn't be really scary, but it would be, I think it would be a good Halloween treat. Absolutely. Okay. Any more for you, or should we go to the internet? The only thing I thought is, you know, okay. people like the dress up for Halloween, and I think they used to do this at Epcot. I don't think they do it anymore, but um, going on the same like cultural learning about different areas, um, you know, what about? They have stations anyways, like the music station mm-hmm. and stuff. What if there was mask stations? All cultures seem to have some sort of like a mask thing. And That's a good idea. See, I, this is why I like... Decorate masks <laughs> that you get to run around with for your Halloween festival afterwards. This is why I like to bring Christina on the show because I come up with lighting up skeletons and she comes up with using culture, which I think That's is much kids. more Animal <laughs> Kingdom-y. Animal Kingdom is very much about culture, whether it's African, it Asian, or even Discovery Island. There's yeah. some and South... even uh, in Pandora, mm-hmm, you know, they have mm-hmm. um, all the basket weaving and, and, yep. and that kind of um, um, Native American influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and even work. Asian, too. There's some Asian in and there, too. Yeah, I mean, it could, even though it's not like an actual culture, I'm sure they could... Absolutely. You know, make something. That's like an that. excellent one. Excellent one. You are much better at this than I am. So let's go to Twitter, and we'll go through some of these real quick and then uh, wrap it up. Uh, Meg, at Meg Veg, or Veg, M-E-G-V-E-G. Late night event all about dark creatures and nocturnal animals. Also rare villain meet and greets. Kind of what we said already, but that's a good one. Um, It certainly, nocturnal animals, you know. I didn't even think about the meet and greet factor. Yeah, meet and greets would be big. That would be very cool. Um, Durantus82, Kyle. um, Nice guy. I've met him several times. Cryptids. So I think cryptids, we talked a little bit about that. You said chupacabra, some other kind of uh, uh, mythological type creatures. You know, you can have like a Yeti. You can have dragons. You can have all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, throwing those in 
even if it's just lit up like I was talking about monster lights, that would be good. I like this one. Uh, Halloween Heather Knights um, said beastly kingdom takeover. And what I like about that is no matter what the event is we pick here, beastly kingdom knights or something like that would be yes. a great name for it that would be so fun <laughs> <laughs> um uh disadventures by daniel said he's all in on a chester and hester dino graveyard bash i like that um you know we do actually yeah because i mean what every event has to have a dance party otherwise it's not disney right <laughs> sure and if you make this a park-wide thing where you have like some scary stuff stuff like the haunted mansion or the mm -hmm. or haunted forest i should say or or some of the other stuff having dino land be sort of like the kitty area i like that and have like a dino dino bash and you have you know playing monster mash and all those mm -hmm. kinds of all those kinds of songs songs would be great uh Matt, who is my co-host on uh, the uh, Sports Machine, said you easily turn the treks into trick-or-treat pathways. You can use Dinoland Dino as a Halloween hub. I like the idea of having the Maharaja Jungle Trek and uh, Pangani. They are kind of perfect for it. They are perfect mm -hmm. for it. And you a good know, point there. The animals are usually off exhibit at that time mm -hmm. anyway. You can use those paths for just trick-or-treat. That would be Perfect for trick or treating. Those, those, and the Cretaceous Trail over by uh, Dino Land. Um, Brian Larson said something to do with nocturnal animals. We heard that before. That kind of goes into my haunted forest uh, idea with, you know, w wolves and bats and things like that. But yeah, I mean, th those animals, owls are another one that, uh, you know, has a lot of mythology about it. Um, Howie, um, our old friend Howie said, Halloween Jammin' Jungle Parade. Kind of like the March of the Artimals, but the, the, the uh, Jammin' Jungle Parade was always a, a favorite of mine. And that would be a fantastic uh, way to celebrate Halloween, a Jammin' Jungle Halloween version. Um, Richard Hersher said, Dak is at best when telling stories. Kind of said what you were talking about before. <laughs> Put on live infotainment all about authentic Halloween-adjacent traditions, beliefs, and Africa and Asia. Very similar to what you said before. That's a, I like it. Both of you had a very good idea. Uh, Nemo could get a short seasonal overlay show that focuses on the midnight zone and fun with camouflage for Festival of Lion King. So he's talking about changing up the Nemo and Festival of Lion King show to be a little bit more uh, Halloween-y. Um, you know, have the midnight zone from Nemo be a part of the show. That's a great idea. I doubt Disney would pay the money to do, like, especially the Nemo one to change, like, the puppets and stuff like that. But it's certainly a fantastic idea. That's another thing. Is there any ride, since he brought up overlays, is there anything, any attraction at, Dis at Animal Kingdom that would, could go for a Halloween overlay? We'll talk about this again for Christmas, but I can't think of any. I mean, would you put, like, a Santa hat on the on the, the Navi River journey or anything like that? I can't think of anything for that would be... holiday stuff or just for Halloween? Halloween. Let's talk about Halloween for now. I can't think of any. Other than what he's saying, which is maybe change up the Festival of the Lion King a little bit to to, to do something a little Halloween-y. I mean, you're throwing me a curveball. I am here. throwing you a curveball, yeah. They, That's my they job. They tend to... Uh, I mean, they can do some amazing things. My all-time favorite mm -hmm. ride ever is an overlay. Right, the Nightmare Before Christmas on yeah, Honda Mansion. Which, yeah. if you would ask me, could you do that there, would I have the imagination to do it? No, but Disney does. They pay people to do these things. So. Is there any way they could change Dinosaur into like a... Well, that's what I was thinking. You have Dinosaur. You have the Navi River journey. 
Yeah. Could easily feature, you know, nocturnal animals or sure. you could change the music in it. I you mean, could. I mean, look at, um, I don't know if they have it at Disney World, but at Disneyland they have, they turn Small World into a Christmas one. And they don't do that the at, at Disney World. The dolls just sing mm-hmm. Jingle Bells and that's the difference. That's technically an overlay, and then they have like just a few extra Christmas characters in there. You could easily turn Navi River Journey into like a spookier type ride. Maybe mm-hmm. put some fog, some low fog in along mm-hmm. the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could do an overlay. All right, there you go. Um, Hung Throttle Podcast put uh, kites, which is we were talking a little yes. bit about that before <laughs> kite tails. And uh, Dan Man seventy three said some type of glowing version of kite tails with Epcot Forever kites would be pretty cool. Again, I think Kite Tales is a perfect spot to do, you know, switch I, things out for holidays. I really like that idea of glowing ones. Yes, at that night. Is, that is cool. That sounds really cool. That is very cool. Um, Leslie at Leslie underscore dish, uh, Diz said, uh, stay open at night and create Villains Grove and the Tree of Life Trails. The Tree of Life Trails is actually a good spot because it is very, there's a lot of turn. You could make something very scary in there. Because there's a lot of, like, turns. It's very dark. You can keep it very dark. Uh, you could do something pretty scary in there and have, like, some of the villains from Disney in there spooking kids. I could see that. Like a haunted a haunted house trail? Almost like a haunted house trail, yeah. Maybe make it a little bit lighter by using Disney villains instead of, like, people dressed up as ghosts and, mm-hmm. and skeletons and stuff. But, um... Parkscope Joe said, cover how animals created uh, rumors and myths around Halloween traditions, bats, etc. We've kind of touched on that already. Uh, the Mouse and More Dash Adam said, walk around Yeti that scares people. That would be kind of interesting. You know, I'm surprised they don't have a walk around Yeti. That's true. I mean, it, he could not be as tall as the 20 foot tall one that's actually in the ride. But yeah, they could oh, actually do it. One that actually cool. works. Um, it would just be a person... <laughs> This is an interesting one. Uh, Patrick at uh, Really Bad Egg put an all birds of prey bird show with lots of, uh, well, with lots of carcass munching and hunting, but I don't know if they'll do that. But an all birds of prey and a lot of owls and stuff no, on the on even, the bird show. I didn't even think about changing up like the, the mm-hmm. amount of shows like that. But yeah, yeah, that's a great birds idea. The prey show is, is fantastic. Like you said, an owl, like who isn't fascinated by seeing an yeah, owl? Yeah, absolutely. And especially, can you imagine if they did it at night and have the owl fly? Well, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> uh, he actually had another really good idea, uh, Patrick. Creepy and crawlies and toads in a pond at conservation station. Let the herpetologists do their thing. You have insects and snakes and amphibians out there too. So using conservation station to have like the creepy crawly kind of things and making people feel better about or, you know, teaching people about how important they are and, and stuff like that would be cool. I would just worry, um, like I remember my youngest son, when he was in preschool, they brought in uh, tarantulas mm. for them. I remember but They wouldn't about let that. the kids touch them because they were afraid a kid would be cool, be cool, be cool, and uh-huh. then freak out and kill it. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be my only concern. But I think, yeah, just having them out there so that, Kids can look at them and right. maybe just stick a finger in and touch them. Oh, maybe. And I've yeah. seen them out and about with like these little carry-on uh, uh, terrariums they, they, they carry around. Mm-hmm. So there's a little spider in like this little glass cage um, with that or, – or I guess it's plastic probably really. And um, you could get a good look at it and, they, you know, the, 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 the cast member could talk about, you know – 
well, how great tarantulas are and how important they are for the environment and the environment and their habitat and all that kind of stuff. And you can do that like we talked about with different snakes and scorpions. Snakes that I've actually seen them just carrying out without without uh, being in a in a type of uh, herpetarium or anything like that. But those are those are fantastic ideas. So that's what we got on Twitter. Any other ideas before I wrap this up? No, I thought those were all fantastic. I know. Really thinking on the box. <laughs> Disney could really do something with Halloween for Disney's Animal Kingdom that would be much different than what you're getting the over at the what yeah. you're getting at the at the Magic yeah. Kingdom. And they could even go because let's let's face it. I mean, Universal makes a ton of money by doing their Halloween Horror Nights. Those are incredibly popular, and they they're printing money by doing that. If you do something. Maybe a little edgy, a little scary. Maybe not not like scaring the, the pants off a of little kid's kind of scary like they do at Halloween Horror like Nights. Like the, like you said, honoring man's relation mm. with nature and animals mm-hmm. in that a big part of our history with animals and nature mm-hmm. is, you know, spooky stories. Yeah, <laughs> and fear. I mean, that's yeah. a big part of man's relationship with uh, with nature especially before you know before civilization really took hold but even back even in the 1800s and early 1900s people were terrified of wolves they would shoot them on sight for example or tigers or lions in the in Africa even like all the stories Bears. that came out of the black forest right. you know right. it, it, even up to That's nature a, in general yep. with plants it's, there's there's tons of scary stories I mean, there's all sorts of like grim fairy tales that you can play off mm-hmm. of red riding hood and all that kind of stuff so anyway that's a wrap for uh this episode of radio harambe i want to remind you one more time to check out our t public stores check my uh, twitter at jumbo everyone uh my instagram at safari mike underscore or, uh, safari underscore mike excuse me or at radio harambe although dave is never on twitter or Disney's Animal Kingdom, where he's always posting uh, pictures of Animal Kingdom. Any one of those four, you will see a link to our Tee Public site. And check out all the incredibly cool designs. Believe me, I was there this pe- in March, wherein like I wore my Sanaa shirt to Sanaa. The, the waiters and stuff were all over me. They loved it. I, I wore my Joe Rody masks and beads. I, wrote, I wore a Pangani Forest on the gorilla, when I walked the Gorilla Forest Trail, and the, the cast members were like, oh, my God, Pangani. And, and so if you want to get interaction with a cast member at Animal Kingdom, the perfect way to do it is be wearing one of our shirts and sort of <laughs> it's a conversation starter. Um, but anyway, so check that out and check out uh, at Raising Las Vegas. Um, at her Twitter and I uh, you know Kwaharini and go well thank you everybody Now who?